Welcome, everyone. Today, as part of our year-end programming, we are going to bring back our friend, Dr. Li Mengyan. She's a Chinese physician and virologist who is actually doing research on the SARS-CoV-2 backbone of the virus and started asking questions and was threatened with disappearing. Uh, She has escaped China, and she has been speaking out about what she knew from having been inside doing research on behalf of the People's Liberation Army, uh, now she has been the clear target of Operation Dragon Bridge. It's a secret bot network, and it sounds paranoid. I got wrapped up in it. We're going to show it to you. We're going to show you how crazy it is. And what I'm, as I'm sitting here thinking about showing you all what has happened, I, I, I get angry with the people from this country who jumped on it and amplified what they were doing early on. You should be ashamed of yourself. This is a crazy campaign by the Chinese Communist Party on behalf of the People's Liberation Army. We will show it to you after this. Our laws as it pertain to substances are draconian and bizarre. The psychopaths start this way. He was an alcoholic. Because of social media and pornography, PTSD, love addiction, fentanyl and heroin, ridiculous I'm a doctor for <laughs> sake. Where the hell you think I learned that? I'm just saying. You go to treatment before you kill people. I am a clinician. I observe things about these chemicals. Let's just deal with what's real. We used to get these calls on Loveline all the time. Educate adolescents and to prevent and to treat. If you have trouble, you can't stop and you want to help stop it. I can help. I got a lot to say. I got a lot more to say. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com tech. Ladies and gentlemen, it is the holiday season and our friends at GenuCell Skincare want to give you the gift of younger looking skin with their best sale of the year. For the first time ever, get over 60% off our favorite skincare bundles at GenuCell.com slash Drew. GenuCell has so many products that Susan and I love. GenuCell's XV Moisturizer. It locks in moisture, making dry spots a thing of the past. It's especially great with the colder weather coming in. And with its immediate effects... Two, you can see these results in as little as 12 hours, guaranteed, or your money back. Susan loves GenuCell's Vitamin C Serum and the new Deep Correcting Serum with Lactic Acid. It hydrates your skin while preventing future wrinkles from developing. Take advantage of this amazing holiday savings by going to GenuCell.com and getting over 60% off right now. Plus, all orders are upgraded to free shipping for the rest of the holiday season. Use code DREW at checkout for an extra 10% off your entire order. That's genucel.com slash Drew, G-E-N-U-C-E-L dot com slash D-R-E-W. And so happy holidays, everybody, and happy new year coming up here. So, uh, yes, the media forensic hub of Clemson University uncovered this Chinese state-sponsored campaign to discredit particularly scientists, but really anyone who dared to question whether or not this was possibly the SARS-CoV-2 pandemic, a source uh, as a, of a lab leak, uh, that this originated there somehow. To even discuss it results in extraordinary measures by this bot army of more than a million people, maybe two million, 
Uh, and Dr. Li Mingyan has been a consistent object of this organization. As I said, she's a physician, a virologist. She's an excellent researcher. And uh, I, I'm calling all of you who have jumped on her uh, and attacked her personhood. As usual, these ad hominem attacks, you should be really, if you've been someone who has engaged in ad hominem attacks in the last couple of years, you should really check yourself and think about this. To disagree with her research or her conclusions, fine. That's the scientific pro process. Go at it. But when you jump on the bot army's insanity, you should really, really take a good look at yourself. We'll show you what's been happening. Please welcome Dr. Lee Meng Yan. Hi, Dr. Ju. Welcome back. Thank you for having so me. So, I, I, you're, of course, I, I, it's interesting. It's the last three or four years, Susan, we have been uh, told by several people, Dr. Yan amongst them, you're so courageous to talk to me. You know, the fact that it takes courage to talk to a human being, people, again, we should be, think about, do we live in a country where you have to have courage to speak to somebody? That That is a disgusting turn of events that we should, could even those words have to come out of people's mouths. But here we are, uh, and Susan, you know what I'm talking about, right? Yes, I do. And uh, RFK said that to us. Dr. Yan said that to us. And most of these people who have said that to us over these last couple of years have ended up being, if not entirely on point, at least approximating some some truths that we did not recognize. So, Dr. Yan, so if you wouldn't mind, I always make you do this, so just in case people don't know your story. Tell them what you were doing, what your research was, just a brief sort of survey of what you were doing in China and how you got into this position. Okay, so briefly, uh, for people who don't understand what I have done, I can tell you that I got my medical doctor degree, I got my doctor license in China, in mainland China, uh, from a top university, and then I finished my PhD study in another uh, top medical university in China, and then I moved to the University of Hong Kong in the School of Public Health to work with the top a emerging infectious disease expert in virology, immunology, vaccine development field. And I can tell you our lab uh, in the University of Hong Kong is the WHO H5 reference lab. That means the people working inside in charge of the surveillance and also uh, report the emergency infectious disease in that region includes the mainland China to WHO and to help people find out solution to prevent outbreak or pandemic. And so at that time, when uh, back to uh, end of 2019, the last day, I was appointed secretly by my boss, uh, Dr. Liu Peng, to do the secret investigation through my own network in mainland China to understand what happened in Wuhan about the mysterious uh, new virus. So from that day, I uh, personally reached to my sources from the China CDC headquarters office to Wuhan hospitals, to the laboratories related to military. And anyway, so briefly, all the things I collected and plus the analyze about the uh, viral sequence from Wuhan, it all shows that this is not the nature origin virus and that this is well-organized, a uh, big thing. Uh, so China government 
was covering up everything. Uh, and also the virus come out from the lab. It is a product from the military and civil lab work together. We call, usually call it bioweapon program. So altogether, uh, this kind of things definitely uh, continuously being covered up by WHO with China, they promote pro-China, this kind of series, and also suppress the truth. So I have to choose my way to deliver all the truth by myself uh, to try to prevent it become worse. So from the middle, uh, January 2020, I managed to contact a YouTube, uh, YouTube blogger based in New York who is anti-CCP and his channel called Luda Media. So I convinced him to deliver the truth. And from 19th January, 2020, he started to deliver the truth I revealed to the world in Chinese that immediately affects CCP's um, strategy. So after that, they start to admit, I mean, CCP start to admit all the things include human to human transmission, includes the, a uh, wild spread of virus in China. And then three days later, they pushed the lockdown, but they still managed to intentionally spread the virus all over the world. And also they work with Dr. Fauci, Peter Dashak, all these people try to cheat all the world and to make, make you believe it come from the nature and make you thought China can help you to anti the, uh, to um, anti COVID-19. So, 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 so let's talk about that. Yeah. Let, let's stop right there. So let's, let's talk about that. So, uh, you know, I read the Nature article that was uh, making the case that this was a uh, animal origin, that there was a natural origin. The, the article, it was actually a letter. It wasn't even an article. They put it together really quickly. I listened to interviews with some of the principal scientists that uh, put it together and they seemed sincere. It was a pretty good article. Did Have you read it? You mean the letter? It should be the Lancet letter, right? Because the Nature one. No, no. It was a Nature. It was a Nature article. It was the one that Fauci and his team put together very quickly, like within two weeks. And it's a very compelling. It's a very compelling article. It's it's well done. It it makes sense. It it doesn't mean it's the truth, but I it it seemed to me like a well intentioned defense. I mean, they're scientists doing their thing, and it 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 yeah. fit. And I I have no objection to it at all. But what I what I objected to was the the shutting down of any discourse around that article or alternative explanations for where it came from. That was what was bizarre about the whole experience. And you're saying that that came from the World Health Organization and the CCP. Uh, no, I think there are several articles from Lancet, from Nature, from Nature Medicine, or published. Uh, from early February to March in 2020, they all focus on one topic, that this virus from all the aspects, mm. the scientists agree that it comes from nature. And they also remind you, don't talk about lab origin, that is conspiracy. And they also show their praise to Chinese Communist Party for their behaviors in the outbreak. And I can tell you all of this well-organized, as you said, it's because it is well-organized. Because China know who are the scientists who would support them. And these people as already compromised or already been tied with CCP for benefits. So these people would use so, their reputation. 
So, so what does that mean? So, so what does that mean? That's the part I'm trying. Because since over the time that we've spoken together, the, a lot of different things have come to light, and a lot of new information has come forward, sort of. Uh, and one of the things that I'm wondering about is what you're calling a compromise of, say, Dr. Fauci and, Dr. and Peter Dazak and people like that. I wonder, it makes me wonder if there wasn't already some sort of collaborative effort underway with China on this sort of bio or something where, where they were all kind of together on these bioweapons projects and concerns about it. And, and, you know, the, in other words, everyone was duplicitous in this thing, possibly. Oh, very good question. So briefly, people like Fauci, like Dasha, for Chinese Communist Party, and also for Soviet Union before, they are called truth, or you can call it useful idiot. So useful mm. idiot means you are useful, but you can be abandoned after that. So they are not allowed to touch the core secret because briefly you are not the Chinese and you are not the Chinese Communist Party member. You're even not uh, the communist member internationally. So. That means they cannot control you using the ways inside the communist parties. So they will only use you. So these people for long-term collaboration, they have mutual benefit with China. Uh, they have received like money or uh, other way like China can help them to get promoted in the international organization to in, uh, increase their influence. So altogether, finally, when things happened, they choose to help China and China knows these people are puppies. So why do they need to immediately push the nature origin theory from early beginning of the pandemic? It's because they won't give you a cognitive interference. This is very important. As Wait, say that again. I'm sorry. They, they, they Say it again. They won't give you a what? Cognitive interference. So we call it cognitive warfare. So it is the same thing as we are going to talk about these bots doing on social media. They are going to implant some idea to the public before even everyone has the idea about these things. Like before pandemic go to US, you may already heard scientists told you, it comes from nature. Don't think about lab origin. Then when you face the pandemic, you say, oh, I know this will come and it come from nature. So that will change your decision and even change your government's policies. It, it begs the question, are they, I mean, I, if they're involved in what you're calling cognitive warfare, which God knows it seems like that's uh, afoot these days. I'm, I'm never sure where it's coming from because it, it's so odd. But they must be engaged in cognitive warfare on other fronts than COVID origin. Where else do you see evidence that they're messing around with our psychology and our, our uh, the American psyche, so to speak? When we talk about cognitive warfare, besides the COVID-19, another very good example is anti-Jewish, the, uh, the pro-Hamas campaign, that when the massacre happened, everyone saw how cruel it is, but then immediately the campaign come out that tell you, oh, those people are innocent and they are forced to kill the innocent Jewish and the pro-Hamas, pro-terrorist, all like this. So this is another example. It, it become very uh, clear because 
this time we see what happened in uh, Israel. And uh, back to the COVID-19 beginning, we didn't see, we can't see what happened in Wuhan because most of information were blocked. So, and also that takes longer time. So this is a good example. So I want to make sure I'm hearing you. Is that just an example of cognitive warfare, the, the pro-Hamas demonstrations? Or do you think China is behind some or all of that? It is an example to tell you how it works. But of course, China is yeah. behind. Behind all the things, behind Hamas and behind this kind of very cruel uh, anti-human tragedy. So... Give, give me, I mean, where, do, I'm just so curious about this. Where is it operating that I might not see it? Like, where is it affecting my cognition and my opinions where I don't know it's operating? I mean, that you give an example of something that seems kind of obvious, two things that are sort of obvious, but where, where, where is it more subtle? Where is it? Is it on TikTok where they're sort of determining the algorithm that gets fed to me? You know what I mean? I, I, I sit on TikTok more than I'm, want to when i start going down the rabbit hole there is is that is that them is that where else is it operating and how so when we talk about this kind of cognitive interference it is a national strategy for china and also it works with russia so they have more forces and for this uh, example uh, of course pro hamas campaign they launched a lot of propaganda through TikTok, and not only TikTok, you can see it on uh, Twitter, and also you even can see it on mainstream media. And turns out, later we know that even some journalists that come from Hamas can publish on New York Times and other mainstream media. They will give you the fake news to change your idea about Gaza and Israel. So this is but, the but, way- But, but, but we're- but but tell me, where does China have a department of cognitive warfare, and they sit and they think oh. about how to get America to tear itself apart? You know, yeah. or you know, what what? How do they think about it, and then what are their goals? Ah, oh, okay. So yes, yes, they do have their own department, and one of the department is called propaganda. So propaganda, and later it becomes this kind of cognitive warfare uh, tactics. All this uh, kind of China's CCP's one of the three magic weapons. So this is so magic for them because even back to World War II, when CCP just developed, established in China, they know how to cheat people using fancy words, using fake news, and suppress the real information, even suppress the people who are talking about real information. So that makes them to shift the fake narrative to brainwash people and even get people's support. So later on, they develop aid. So from that time now, it's already almost over 100 years. And uh, recently, so when we talk about how the interference American, definitely they need people to know American thinking. So say back from early 80s, 1980s to now, when China start to have the diplomatic relation with US, they send Chinese people here. And uh, also many of these Chinese people, especially those who uh, get the national scholarship or government support, they were already trained to be a kind of spy inside you. 
and then they know they need to do everything to serve for CCP's interest. So CCP need to know how the United States work, how the society work, how the government work, how media work, how people think about anything, how they treat them. So they, every year, there are a lot of money put into this kind of study. They study almost everything in your life and you don't know it even because it's published in Chinese and many of them maybe not in public. So all of this accumulates for now over 40 years. They have a big database and now they can use more data from TikTok, from uh, other kind of databases, they steal your data. They can do a good analyze to say what's your uh, favorite topic, what you usually tend to think about, and they will set the trap. The trap in the coordinative warfare is very important. They know you are going to this way, they set the trap in front of you, and you fall into the trap. So basically, that's how it works. Susan, you're gonna sleep okay tonight? I see you shifting over there. I already knew that. <laughs> and can you can you give me an example of a trap, or are we, are we gonna... I mean, we'll look at what they did to you in a second, but yeah, uh, so because so, again, you go ahead. But very, uh, very simple. When we talk about the virus, where it comes from, right? We talk about initially people thought it come from the nature. Why? Because you have seen the news that Chinese people eat the wild animal, sell the wild animal. Mm. So this is mm. your thing. And then they set a trap there, said, okay, we get sample from the seafood market, which sells animal. And then they make a fake video to show you Chinese people eat bad soup. So then you say, oh, yes, see, it fits my idea. Chinese eat the wild animal, sell wild animal. So virus come from nature. So it so it sort of uh, like like amplifies a momentum in our cognition that we already have, right? It sort of amplifies yeah. and then... Boom, takes us where they want us to go. It's like hypnosis. It's, like it's propaganda. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So very interesting. So, uh, Caleb, I want to now get into exposing the the uh, systematic uh, yeah, abuse. Yeah, I have some, that, uh, some examples here to show. Uh, I'm going to pull up your tweets in a second here, Drew, but I have this one to start. Some These are just some of them that I found from those reports. Examples of, of okay. just artwork and memes and like com like uh, cartoons that are being produced. Get out of America with your virus lies, Lee Mangyon. Oh yeah, like, literally, <laughs> like attacking her specifically, and then we have other examples here. Let's see, the next one is look at uh, the look at the people in the front with their their fist clenched. Okay. Uh, that's University of Pennsylvania. That was a that was a specific thing. You can tell us about that in a second. Trying to Go protest, ahead, trying to uh, get her kicked out of America, as well. So attacking her work and her in science. China. Right, exactly. Posting mm. an address that that apparently wasn't her actual address, but I blanked it out because they I guess they thought it was her address that they were posting on these memes. And then some of these are like, anytime that we would tweet, like if you would tweet about her, you'd get a tons of responses, but they would always seem to come in, you know, not during daylight hours in the United States and North America. <laughs> like for example, the post that you just made today, you're probably not going yeah. to get a bunch of those responses until, you know, maybe like three or four hours from now, strangely enough, you're going to get all these. And like, for example, like this, this is what happened last time she was on the show where we just got a lot of these nonsense comments that just suddenly came in right really close to each other in time late at night 
that you read really, some of them because they're hard to see. Oh yeah, it's like one just says like just listening. They just respond and say no culture, pighead, or they say you can really <laughs> thick skinned, or I have had enough of your garbage. <laughs> But these accounts are like, you know, it's like a, a <laughs> first name, bunch of numbers sort of thing where it's like Lisa Bass 5007647572. It's none of your right. business. Destructive rumors will only make, it's it's just nonsense. Like it doesn't, none of this means anything, but it's just, it gives pages and but, pages but of attacks I, I wish, just for talking about her. I wish we could find example of, of uh, people from this country, country jumping on it because I get stuff from them too. Oh, they'll, like, yeah. Like, oh, she's, you know. She, you know, they, they, they sort of pile on to some of the nonsense and from the bots, which is just shocking to me. But again, they must have fallen into the trap, just like anybody else. They are all humans are prone to these hypnotic kinds of uh, cognitive processes. Yeah, and it's it's so interesting how it's like they're using offensive memes against someone who's from their own country. And then trying to portray wow. it almost like it's Americans are making these memes. Like, see how the people are holding up American right. flags in the picture, but it's quite obvious this right. is not made in America here. This is this is a an attack from from a foreign source. And there was something about University of Pennsylvania that was a specific problem, right? I'm trying to see. Dr. John. Yes, yes. So, if, for example, this one, this photo, uh, this picture is just one of many, many cartoons and in multi-language. I remember last time another report has analyzed these things and said at least seven different languages like Korean, Spanish, French, or like this to spread it everywhere. So when they put this address in the cartoon, actually just now kind of thought it is my address and tried to hide it. But I said, <laughs> No, I've never been there. You pen Parliament uh, Medical School? No, I've never been there. This is not my address at all. But why do they put it there? It's because this bunch of cartoons came out from 2022 March. And at that time, the Chinese Communist Party, uh, even until now, they are desperately to find me. And then they can kidnap me or disappear me or kill me, but yep. they can't. So they have to use some way. This is one of the methods they are using. They post this kind of cartoon, said, I work in Yupan. And then based on this cartoon, in April last year, a Chinese agent, the top agent in US, Liang Guanjun, he filed a law case in a lawsuit in Yupen federal court. In that lawsuit, he claimed, when I talk about the CCP origin of virus, it hurt him and hurt uh, Asian. So that means I am anti-Chinese and anti-Asian. So in that uh, lawsuit, he cited this cartoon, said, oh, we heard Dr. Yen work in UPenn. That's why we want to make the lawsuit in Pennsylvania. And then later they tried to use subpoena to find me out. See, it's sneaky. It's and then, sneaky. Caleb, you read the you read the document, right? Yeah, I, I read most of the document. That's where I got a lot of these images from. And it, it one of the other examples, this is the one that you had also sent me to Daydrew, is that whenever you tweeted 
last time, I believe this is a post that you had posted and the person actually deleted their tweet, but this is a person with one follower, no other content on their account at all, except an attack that they attacked so, you for hosting her. So you can't scroll up a little bit. You can't really see the attack so much. Well, no, because the, they, they deleted it. See, they deleted the attack. Oh, but if you go no, to this I had account- it still on my thread. If you go to this account, yeah. then they have other random posts like this that have like nine views and no interaction at all, where they just made post a bunch of these random cartoons and memes, these offensive memes about this doctor, about this virologist <laughs> who's an expert in her field, attacking her directly. And yet that account then after after this kind of this part of the campaign, suddenly you go to this account and all it is is just a bunch of random uh, viral videos. It's it's well, just kind of so, so shut let's, down. So let's, so the, the very, very, uh, that does not sound like uh, American English. Give money to smear China. <laughs> right, <laughs> so right. See, I'm just saying, give money to smear China. It's so, ridiculous. Hmm. So, all right. So go back to my tweet, if you'd put that up there, Caleb. Uh <laughs> Um, Chinese okay. is getting so better. So I, I just saw, I, I was screwing around it was a couple months ago. What was that? Uh, I can't really see. May, November. And, uh, and I noticed that this crazy comment came on in response to something Dr. Li Meng Yan was involved with. It was, I forget what she was, she was sort of engaged in a conversation about, you know, specifics of virus or study on the SARS-CoV-2 or something. And this wild comment came in. And so put my comment back up there. So I'm going I'm to read it so people that are just listening and not, not necessarily watching. So I said, I actually, I, it seems so wild. I went downstream on the account and I said, interesting. One follower, no content except this comment, otherwise only retweets. Chinese bot, question mark, what do we think? And I tagged Caleb. I really was curious. I, I, I tagged Dr. Yan and Susan and uh, Barry Weiss because she was involved, in, I guess, in the conversation with uh, Dr. Yan at that point and Dr. Victory. And within three hours, a well-edited sort of smear campaign emerged on me. It was fascinating. It was a bunch of videos I'd never seen, clearly brand new stuff, all edited in such a way to make me look bad. And I thought, oh my goodness, they do this fast. And, and it's just, and, and it goes, and it keeps going. It goes for days and days and days, particularly- Oh, they already had that prepared. Yeah, they, Susan's Susan's uh, assuming I mean, they had their eye on me already. I mean, look at this. Look at this I've, as well, Drew. Like if you go, okay. on, if you go okay. on X right now and you try to find Dr. Li Ming Yun- Look at how many how mm -hmm. many fake accounts there are. Like you can just scroll, right. and it's a constant. Look, I just, I'm still scrolling. I'm still scrolling. Right. These are, are all so fake popular. accounts, all based on her Wait, name, trying who? to mislead people into like so they can follow this account. If they're looking for her, they'll follow this account instead, and then get information that the CCP wants them to get instead. I'm still scrolling, guys. I'm still I'm scrolling. Click on one. Click on one. Let's go like, see what right, the, what the other account I'm, has. I'm, I'm afraid. Look, it's it's styled to look like it's her account. See. It's and styled. What, what, and it's, the, what kind of things are they saying? It's some. I mean, it looks. If if it weren't for the deep love, what like are, what the sea, they, how could the longing be flooded? Like it's just random. What? It's random nonsense. But they do this to build up the account to get followers or to try to mislead people. But it's it it's wow. bots. It's bots. Somehow China has figured out ways of getting around all of the mitigations against well, bots. And yeah. Dr. Yan, congratulations. Did you ever imagine? I guess, made it. I guess imitation is the greatest <laughs> form of flattery. There's a, a tens of thousands of versions of you out there. Uh, but who the fuck do they think they're fooling? That's my question. What? What? It's, it does not. I mean, I, it works I, for somebody. They are fooling somebody.
That's the problem. Uh, all right, I, Dr. John, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep my uh, expletives to a, a minimum here. I'm gonna take <laughs> a little break here, uh, and I'm gonna have you actually answer that question. What what do they think they're doing? And uh, and I and is this just a a sort of lowbrow attack? And there's multiple levels of sophistication that they can get to. And so it all kind of works for them, but we'll get to that. Take a little break. Back with Dr. Lee Mignon after this. If you're trying to figure out the right present for someone, you will not go wrong with gifting the most comfortable sheets, clothing, and accessories that your friends and family have ever felt. Of course, I'm talking about Cozy Earth. Cozy Earth has the softest and most comfortable sheets, blankets, towels, PJs, joggers, and more guaranteed. Susan and I love them. In fact, we still have cozy earth sheets on our bed. I slept in them last night. I was thinking about how great they were. And look at this. I'm wearing one of their super comfortable t-shirts right now. I don't get, I just can't get enough of cozy earth. Their sheets are durable, machine washable, and come with a 10-year warranty against defects. So no surprise that cozy earth's brand has been featured on Oprah's favorite things for five years in a row. Whether it's their luxury pajamas, super soft bedding, loungewear, or plush bath towels, you will love shopping and gift giving at Cozy Earth. Here's my gift to you this holiday season. Go to CozyEarth.com, enter code DREW to save 40%. That's CozyEarth.com with code DREW. CozyEarth.com, code DREW, save 40%. I think everyone knows the next medical crisis could be just around the corner, whether it comes in the form of another pandemic or something much more routine like a tick bite. You and your family need to be prepared. That's where the wellness company comes in. You know the wellness company. We have their physicians on like Dr. McCullough frequently. The wellness company and their doctors are medical professionals you can trust. And their new medical emergency kits are the gold standard when it comes to keeping you safe and healthy. It's really, it's a safety net. It's an insurance policy yeah, absolutely. that you hope you're not going to need. But if you need it, you sure as heck are going to wish you had it if you need it. Be ready for anything. This medical emergency kit contains an assortment of life-saving medications, including ivermectin, z pack the medical emergency kit provides a guidebook to aid in the safe use of all these life-saving medications. From anthrax to tick bites to COVID-19, the wellness company's medical emergency kit is exactly what you need to have on hand to be prepared. Rest assured, knowing that you have emergency antibiotics, antivirals, and antiparasitics on hand to help you and your family stay safe from whatever life throws at you next. Go to drdrew.com slash TWC. That is drdrew.com forward slash TWC to get 10% off today. Just click on that link. All right, I'm sorry, guys. I've got to finish a text here real quick. Uh, uh, Put up the technical difficulty. Yes. <laughs> well, so you're saying that me a bunch of people... Gives me a Go chance ahead. to put up. So Just someone kidding. posted this as a, as a comment on today's show right now, where it's, it's censorship okay. through spam. So what they're doing is they are trying to, to bury her message, anything that she says, by spamming it mm -hmm. with thousands of accounts that bury the stuff that she's saying. It's, that's one of the tactics mm. that they're using with all those. I mean, there's got to be at least a, like two or 300 of them. I'm still trying to scroll through them. There's so many. That, that are piling in right now is what you're saying? No, I'm talking about like all the fake accounts using her name on, on, on Twitter. But, but Susan just noticed a bunch of people just piled into Twitter right now on yeah, us. It probably, like yeah. Right now. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, I mean, we're learning. We're learning yeah. about how the system works. And so I, I'm surprised that Elon Musk is not doing something about this. Uh, he seems to want to sort of make this a safe, open environment of appropriate, uh, honest discourse and disagreement. 
But to suppress anyone's opinion, I would think he would be against that. So if anyone would like to tag him with today's show at, I think it's at Elon, is it? Uh, uh, yeah. But go ahead and, uh, yeah, go tag him and question him about, about his awareness of uh, the Chinese bot campaigns that are really focusing on other people. Dr. Yan, is there anyone else that is the that you're aware of that's the object of these campaigns? Oh, yes, of course. So as just now the comment you posted, it's right. This kind of bot can prevent people to find out the real useful information. And also they will, this kind of rubbish comment will affect the AI analyze. So when we talk about chat GPT or other AI tools, they basically need to collect all this information and analyze using algorithm to make their own judgment. So this kind of very huge amount of rubbish comment can efficiently change the analyze of the machine. And also uh, when we see this, this is just uh, the part of the combination. China has combined the strategy, like some of these uh, from the automatic account, but behind it, there are like, for example, last year there was one report revealed that behind these boards, this is uh, Ministry of Public Security and the Ministry of State Security in China, like CIA and FBI. So they are working, I mean, staffs working on that, handling a lot of accounts and also they let the prisoners, they force the prisoners to do it, uh, handling this account or they will also find some companies to work for it. So this is a big campaign, but behind it, it was CCP's manpower. So that's why they can deliver CCP's instruction into this kind of rubbish campaign to kind of efficiently change people's idea or machine's idea. Okay, so 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 when I ask the question, who do they think they're fooling, they're not really trying to fool anybody. It's a very systematic strategy to drown out and then at the same time change algorithms and AI interpretation of the truth. Yes? Yes. If they want specifically targeting someone like you, Dr. Ju, then you will see there are some bots, uh, not bots, the cyber army. They are really like some real people, even speaking the influence, uh, the, the very smooth English. And then you will saw these are Americans who attack you and who try to mm. criticize you, blame you, smear you. Those are the accounts targeting you. It also can be hundreds of accounts behind them. It can be one person or one team from China. And and then we have Americans, actual sort of stateside people that grew up here who pile on. They 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 seem <laughs> to be completely enthusiastic about piling on these things. Have you noticed that as well? And what, what do we do with those people? That's even more disturbing to me. You mean the young generation? So no, I don't mean that specifically. That's funny, but no, I mean I I see people uh, criticizing your your science and your uh, your training, but they're really they're they're really not. They're going at you as a person. If they if they just want to be critical of your science, I, fine. But they will attack what was published, where it was published, how it was published. They, they'll sort of get into the the sort of really what's an attack on your ethics rather than attack on your arguments. 
Oh yeah, there are so many. So the thing is, first, some of them could be the account just. It's not real Americans. And some of them, they're real people. They can be journalists, virologists, or even politicians, but they are compromised. So behind them, there are people as are directly give them instruction or influence them. Or mobilize them. Or, 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 are they just, or are they just the useful idiots to quote Lenin? Is that, is that possible that some of them are just don't understand? That they are the useful idiots of a extraordinary external force. They are the useful idiots, but doesn't mean they are so idiots. These people they know what they talk worthy something, so they <laughs> they know how to exchange this using their value to get what they want. So I don't think at least most of them I don't think they are so stupid cannot distinguish. What is a real information? What is a fake information? But they just don't mind. And they ask. No, I people, think no. I think it's more disturbing. I think they. I think they get swept up in the. It looks to me like this country gets into hysterias, and once people are swept into the hysteria, and then the hysteria is politicized, people's cognition become adulterated. They start looking, they have a bias where they look for ways to attack you. And because, again, your, your training and arguments are fairly sound, they go past it and don't realize they're attacking your ethics and your, you know, how you did your, collected your data and wh how you conducted yourself, not what your argument was. Yeah, there are some people who is kind of, I always say this, this is kind of psycho. So it's kind of something just triggers them. <laughs> it's like just some keyword right. or something triggers their bias, and it's immediately they jump to that side and try their best yes. to defend it. And even that has nothing uh, about me or my evidence, but they kind of offense. And these are the people that China use cognitive warfare to uh, active activity. So these are the people like like those in the pro Hamas protest. You ask, do you know Hamas? They don't know it. Never heard about it before seventh October, but they still get involved into the protest. These are the similar people. So as you sit now, again, I I was I was it's it's the year end, and in addition to exposing this nonsense, I was thinking I wanted to hear from you your personal thoughts on this journey you've been this this experience you've been through from where you started where you just started raising questions to this conversation we're having today and sort of pulling back the curtain on these extraordinary attacks you're under what are your thoughts about where we are where your life you know how, how do you how do you what do you think about what you've been through what what are your personal thoughts on this experience and and what we need to understand, learn from it, and do in response to it, I guess. So first, you sort of your your personal journey. What what has this been like? Not easy, but I'm used to it now, and it's just my life, my daily life. Uh, a lot of this kind of attacks, but also a lot of encouragement and support, like you and your team. So. Uh, I enjoy my but, life. But hold on. But but when, as you sat in the University of Hong Kong and were seeing patients and doing your research, 
that Li Meng is gone. <laughs> and, and you've sort of become this other person. What, what is that when you think about your experience? What Do you think, I wish I could get back just to practicing medicine or I can't believe this happened to me? Or how do you, how do you process all that? That demon hasn't gone. I'm still me. I'm always consistent. My value, my thinking, and just that the experience changed. It accumulated more experience. But the environment changed. When I worked in that university at that time, I love my work. I love my friends and I enjoy my, even my colleague, my boss. Uh, we worked very well at that time, but just boom, something happened at the end of 2019. And from the last day of that year, the things I get to uh, collect, the information, the fact, the intelligence, totally makes the world change. Not only my life, everyone's life changed. And uh, after that, yes, the whole environment kind of changed. I stay in Hong Kong for another four months. At that time, I have to work on collecting more information secretly and deliver it secretly to the YouTube blogger, Mr. Luda in U.S., let him to broadcast it to the public to, in fact, uh, to affect CCP's policy. And also, I need to still keep working in the university. I, I feel it was like Batman life at that time. It, it was quite different, exciting. And I know what I was working is very dangerous, but it's necessary. And then after that, I escaped from Hong Kong to the United States. And I think the most uh, big difference is uh, just because the society is totally changed. And uh, what I've learned or uh, I have been used to from the communist country, even in Hong Kong, is not as so free. Uh, so they don't have such freedom like what I can get in the United States. And I can feel even Americans think your freedom is kind of restricted. But for me, this is a freedom never, I never get. So I take all these opportunities to tell people the truth of COVID origin and publish my records, uh, reports. And so I see the change. I see people start to think about the lab origin and they realize it's not just the, from the bat to human. It is gain of function. It is even weaponized. And China is lying. And that government hate Americans, hate the world. They release the virus to kill people, kill millions of people. So altogether, I feel that I have done a lot of things and I've never been regretful for anything I have done because before I do anything, I would carefully think about that is whether that is what I really want to do. And I have no other choice to do this. So I feel I'm very lucky. And uh, they still cannot find me. They cannot kill me. And things are still changing. And do you worry that we in this country are sort of squandering our freedoms, that we, we don't appreciate it the way we should? I know that there are always this kind of fighting but I still think this is just as a, like the nature of a society. Every society has their own problem. Yes, Americans can feel that during the pandemic, your freedom is very strictly restricted. But now we 
change it. It's not as strict as back to 2020. And even the Congress that investigate and they put Fauci will be in the hearing in early January, right? We will know more and more truth. So always we have the opportunity to push it to the right direction and dig out the truth, the bottom of the truth. So this is a very unique advantage in the United States. People may thought that, oh, U.S. become worse and worse. But what is the best United States? It's that's the one stay in your image, imagine stay in your memory or stay in the book. We don't know what is the best America. I would say the day we are working together every day, this is the best America because still we can work on something together. We still can talk. We can fight. So unless one day U.S. really become like China, China and Russia wing and use that to uh, put people into prison, disappear them and shut down all this kind of like your media or shut down Twitter, don't allow people to do anything unless they allow you to do it. I mean, unless that they happen, before that, I think there are still a lot of possibilities, a lot of things we can do. Just we need to know we should not stop fighting or we should not stop speaking out because once we give up our uh, this kind of right, then when we give it to them, they will never give it back to us. Do, don't you wish you could just get back to seeing patients and doing the simple practice you were trained to do? Uh, yeah, be a doctor, be a researcher is always my interest, but for me, it doesn't mean only I can have to uh, help people stay in the hospital. I mean, as a doctor, it's always kind of limitation how many people you can help. But speak out the truth of a pandemic, prevent future this kind of man-made pandemic, and prevent China's evil strategy against the world to destroy the freedom. That is more useful for me at this moment, and this is what I can do. I cannot go back to the hospital now because I even cannot find the working place. If China knows where I stay, they will just come to me. So mm. now I still think what I'm doing is so meaningful. And uh, I know one day we will win. So at that time, I can do more things I'm interested when did freedom become a significant topic for you? And how are you so uh, optimistic that, that you'll prevail? Uh, people, we, we are people. Human beings always want freedom. And that come out before you even have the awareness. So from the childhood, like when I grew up in mainland China, we were taught to always sit like this in the classroom. You can never talk to anyone else. You can never do anything else. You only can listen and you cannot ask too many questions, especially if it's against your uh, teacher's opinion. So these kind of things will make you feel something wrong. And later when I finished my MD and PhD, so I realized that kind of society doesn't fit me. I don't want to work in the hospital as a doctor in such system uh, yeah at that time i won't say that is about freedom or something i just feel that is something wrong make me like stay in the prison for a whole life mm. so i moved mm. to hong kong 
And after that, I feel comfortable until the Hong Kong pro-democracy movement happened in 2019. From that mm. summer, I start to realize even the limited freedom I can have in Hong Kong can be destroyed totally in a short period. And the China is already working on that. And from that day, I start to think about more about freedom, what we really need. So mm. from that time to later, when pandemic happened, a lot of change, and I have more deep thoughts on these issues. Interesting. This episode is brought to you by Kia's first three-row all-electric SUV, the Kia EV9. With available all-wheel drive and seating for up to seven adults. With zero to 60 speed that thrills you one minute. And available lounge seats that unwind you the next. Visit kia.com slash EV9 to learn more. Ask your Kia dealer for availability. No system, no matter how advanced, can compensate for all driver error and or driving conditions. Always drive safely. Let me switch to, and, and by the, let me finish the, that topic really quick. Uh, your optimism that that there'll be that you will prevail with uh, freedom will prevail, so, so to speak. Is that just because of that natural instinct that you became aware of as a child? I think it's also because of the consciousness as a doctor. So I, I know that when I collect the information from mainland China from my friends. Uh, I know this means a lot because if we don't let the public know it, we don't let the world know it, then this outbreak at that time, it was in Wuhan, but it will quickly spread all over the world. I cannot image what kind of big destroy it will be if it become a pandemic. So I feel that I cannot keep silence and I see my friends, the colleagues, supervisors in the WHO team, they keep silence and they told me to keep silence. And they also work with China to promote Chinese government's narrative and their um, theories. So I know that these people, they won't do anything to prevent it. And I am the only one who can do it at that time. So... I think about it for two days, and I know if I don't do it, I will be regretful in my life. So I must do it. So that's why um, my life changed from that time. And, and I, wa I want to switch to the World Health Organization now. It, it, what are your thoughts on this so-called treaty where they want to have fiat authority over all uh, sovereign and elected governments in the setting of another medical emergency? Uh, and as well as their other intention to, uh, you know, make equity between animals and humans in terms of uh, well-being priorities and more on climate change and all this stuff the World Health Organization is getting into. What should we do with that? First, we need to think about why we have a World uh, Health Organization. Initially, it is established to help improve the public health policies and also share this kind of health information for research, for uh, clinic work, right? But because there is no power separation to surveillance it, it basically become a kind of leninista um, or similar organization that means it is hierarchy and the people on top like the dr tedros right they can have a lot of power they also can have a, the loudest voice and china 
has seen the opportunity to use this kind of international organization to achieve their goals. Not only WHO, but also UN, you see, they are now, after years of infiltration and manipulation, they become the puppet of Chinese Communist Party or Russia. So the, the purpose initially was to help people, but because this evil regime like Russia and China, they ex uh, exist, so they could manage to change this organization from inside. And it has been after decades, so it's very efficient now. Now we see from the pandemic, WHO become totally like the spokesman of China government, do whatever things China want them to do and cheat people because they know that in this case, if they can take the advantage of the pandemic, people like the leader, like Tedros, their power will significantly enhance. And also they could do more things to exchange this power, become their personal benefits. So that's why mm. they are waiting up China to work together. And also because the United States, they are inside your public system, a public health system, like 40 these people are also compromised you don't have enough expert to tell your government, to tell your intelligence agencies, to tell your public what exactly happened in WHO. So that's why uh, altogether, after several years, WHO can successfully did so much to cheat people. I think this country, we're, we're not used to thinking about these external forces like China and, and Russia, the governments, uh, being so subtle and patient and manipulative in how they change things. I think, we're, I think we have a bias to think of these as strong, strong men organizations, strong man organizations that, that, that really muscle their way into positions with threats or with violence or with military style um, uh, sort of um, force, force, uh, but it the idea that it is this underhanded cognitive warfare. It's it's kind of an idea we have to get used to, and I think I think people are kind of waking up to that. They're sort of seeing how this happens on in social media and whatnot, and they're waking up to how our government has done that. Uh, certainly with the Twitter files. We, we see that this stuff is going on in our own country. Were you ever the object of the any U.S. Uh, action or, or silencing? So the thing is, this kind of uh, cognitive warfare tactics, uh, a lot of things, yes, China or Russia, they also learn from the United States because CIA or other intelligence department or other department have developed some to use it. But the difference is in the United States, it's not a dictator regime. So even someone try to misuse this kind of tactics, it would be exposed when at least there is a possibility. It's like you said, Twitter files, or let's say recently it's revealed that when CIA senior uh, agent suppress the nature origin theory in the meeting and using money to incite those experts, right? But these kind of things will never be exposed in China or in Russia. So this is the difference. 
we know that sometimes we, sh- we can do the same thing, but the result totally go to the different op- uh, different direction just because this kind of cognitive tactic is kind of, uh, you can say it's a knife, right? It can protect you. It also can hurt you. But China and Russia, they have developed it to specifically to kill you. So when we talk about this, we always need to separate it to see the different, uh, different behaviors under the different regime. Let, let's switch gears one more time and uh, let's get back to the virus for a second. Any, any new information that, uh, or new publications or new research that you're putting out that helps us understand Anything new about uh, the way it's mutating? The the there, there's still craziness on this country with this push to to vaccinate young people when the current strains are completely harmless for, for the a healthy young person. What, what are your thoughts on anything new related to the virus itself? So first, let's talk about the COVID mutation. So we see that variant always come out and especially now again, the WHO start to warn people there is a new variant could spread uh, very fast and could uh, even escape your existing immunity against COVID. And then, oh yeah, they call you to get vaccines. First, I re- reject mandate vaccine from the day one. And uh, my idea is you have to let people know pro and cons, especially the immature vaccines. But I mean, can we make zero patient, zero people to get vaccination? No way, because even if it is a rubbish product, as long as it's in the market, always there is customers. So this is personal choice. And let's talk sure. about the variant, because variant always new variant. So we we need to think about where it comes from. Is this real the variant come from the nature circulation or not? And based on my sources in China and also my recent research, actually from end of last year, I start to warn people the variant, especially the Omicron variant, it most probably come from CCP's lab. It's a military civil uh, product which was manufactured to target people to escape, to avoid your existing immunity. And now, again, when we talk about new variant, we see China announced that their scientists successfully predict this COVID new variant. And also they're already preparing for the new targeting medicine like the monoantibody or vaccines. So I'm still working on that. The amount of evidence has pointed to something. It is China now has made it more cunning, more sophisticated. They use the way to predict the variant. Every time they predict the new variant said, oh, we have done the big data, uh, big data, big model, and we through our uh, specific calculation can predict this kind of immune existing uh, immune escaping variant and boom it always become true after a while so this is very cunning but we have to know that china never gave up to use this kind of novel ball weapon to hurt people covid is a very successful unrestricted bioweapon. weapon 
and there are also more candidates. So in China, during the pandemic, they have reorganized the military and the civil labs. They have made the big lab, the joint large-scale lab, even have more resources to use. For example, one in Beijing, another in Wuhan, uh, and these kind of labs, uh, they will keep working on the gain of function and weaponize uh, pathogens, this kind of project. Also, they will control the public health information. They will control the data from the beginning to the pandemic happened. So altogether, they could use this kind of joint power to efficiently uh, influence the other government's public health policies to influence the scientists, I mean, like American scientists, their uh, understanding, their combination. So altogether, China has made it into an advanced step. So they are using the national strategy. They treat the bioweapon as important as nuclear weapon, and they will never give up this kind of efforts. And I want to remind people, last month, there is one meeting, not last month, two, two weeks ago, there is one meeting in Beijing. The People's Liberation Army medical scientists has met a lot of military medical scientists from Latino American countries to talk about collaboration, to talk about biodefense. And this is a very dangerous signal that China could use their network to distribute other type of the bioweapon, including COVID-19, to the other bad regimes who want to do something with China against the United States. Interesting. Uh, wow. You've given us a lot to think about going into the new year. Caleb, anything from your standpoint in terms of uh, the bot action? Or have I missed anything in terms of... Um, so this isn't, it's not this. something new. I, it's not something new. This I saw this start rising up before the two elections ago. I started to notice a rise in activity that was very unusual on Facebook of accounts that were just fighting with each other for no reason. There would just be an account mm. that would come up that would be like an anti-whites account, then an anti-black people account, and they would fight with each other. But it wasn't real activity. And it was just people bought networks, growing accounts through infighting with groups that they weren't actual real humans behind it. They were just trying to grow the accounts and get action and engagement, then they deploy them in election years. So if you go and you look at all these accounts, like for example, those hundreds of accounts I saw of, of uh, Dr. Li Yan, those accounts are going to change their names right before the election. Like half to three quarters of them are going to be completely different soon. So you always have to look. Go you mean they're going to be some sort of something to manipulate the election oh, yeah. somewhere? Yeah, they're just aging these yeah. accounts. Like, so and, I, I find so, this all very disturbing and very discouraging. I'm glad that Dr. Yan is optimistic because it, 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 it lifts me a bit. Well, but the fact that we are that the China is trying to surround us in North America with bioweapons that they have infiltrated literally our brains, our minds, with their cognitive warfare that we have adulterated our media, our social media, our government. It it's, it feels too much. It feels overwhelming. But Caleb, Look, finish your thought. So you this is what I always think of. And, you know, I, I always try to think this way. Whenever I see a post online that is about to make me angry, I try to ask myself, it, is this, is this, is, does this make democracy look bad? 
if the if you can get to the core goal of a post online and the whole idea, you say this is making freedom look bad, and it's making an organized system of a social credit score or communism look really good, then it's almost certainly mm. being run by a foreign state sponsored group because that is their sole, that is their their primary goal is to make democracy look like a failed system that people cannot govern themselves and to make the only way possible for a futuristic humanity for humanities to survive is to have a well, an upper level of people controlling it so that everyone else can live in peace and harmony under this like they, a they, communist a style of government there's not a there's there are a lot of like seventy percent of academia in this country agrees with that number one, number two uh, I saw Mark Chankizi talking about this very issue and he was saying you know when you look at people on the left and the right, uh, the people on the left tend to think that people are universally bad, and the only way to make them be good is to centralize and in, in uh, the authority and which they which they imbue with eternal goodness the central authority is only good and the people on the right feel like people are good and when you centralize authority only bad people get in there and screw things up uh, and those are the sort of two versions of reality and government that we're fighting out these days it seems like and dr yan you're you're smiling at that oh yeah i, I agree with, with you and also i totally agree with what Kellogg said just now, yes, there are a lot of these kind of um, activities online is to make you just fight against the people around you, like Democracy and the Republican just fight against each other and they, they will totally ignore what happened out of the United States. Their folks will exactly. stay inside the United States. And I have seen people even talk about, so what Putin is bad, but Biden is worse and uh, Xi Jinping is bad, but Biden is worse and democracy is worse. I mean, I don't want to comment any specific uh, democracy or Republican people in the United States. But when you have this idea that Putin and Xi Jinping is even better than someone around you, that is really ridiculous. Uh, those are the people think about how to kill you and ruin your future. <laughs> Right. Another another example I want to bring up recently, Drew, and you probably saw these stories about the a, a lot of the younger people on TikTok that were suddenly posting positive stories about bin Laden. That was a yeah, Chinese influence campaign. It's an influence campaign, not only, but they come at it from multiple angles. Is one is they're trying to influence the youth of America into believing these anti-American values are the good way, but they're also trying to mm -hmm. make American youngsters look stupid. By now they can then broadcast mm. in China and say, look, these stupid Americans are now on the side of bin Laden who did all of these bad things to them. They're so dumb. They should. Mm. They need to be re-educated in our system. Our system works. Where in America, you know, we have freedom of the press. We have we, all anything bad is going to get <laughs> we do. broadcast over here. But overseas in China, they aren't allowed to broadcast those things. And so right. they have a very, right. very tailored message to their own people and to the rest of the world. Of whereas over here... Right they can make it appear like everything is so bad because that our news is allowed to focus on that. Mm. And yet we have the, the problem that uh, Alexis de Tocqueville pointed out 150 years ago, we have a 200 years ago, I mean, 200 years ago, the problem of our town square, which is we get into these hysterias and we silence people if, if their ideas are outlying from the current trends. And, and that's, that's what we've been dealing with lately. And that's the problem. Don't, Susan, want to say something? No, you were, I don't. What were you waving? I wasn't waving. Oh, 
So, Dr. Jan, thank you so much for uh, visiting us again. I, I, I think we've uh, learned even more, <laughs> which is always the goal here is to help sort of uh, not just learn about this specific pandemic, but your insights and your experience and what it has taught you and what we have to look forward to. Do me a favor, and <laughs> I'm sorry, I've just got, do we have any water here? <clears throat> if it's, Maybe it's, it's China. They're, they're, they've had it with me. I've got to. I've been, they're trying to shut me up. <clears throat> but I wonder if you would just leave us with some thoughts for the new year. Oh yeah, I want to say happy new year. That don't uh, be so nervous. Be relaxed and enjoy your life. Yeah, we know there are a lot of problems around us every day, but you should know that if you live back to hundred years ago, two hundred years ago. I don't think we will have more satisfaction about our life at that time. So for me, I think every day is the best day as long as we don't stop working and we don't give up our value and we insist on something really important in our life and fight for that. That's enough. Fair enough. Let's leave it at that. Uh, you can follow uh, Dr. Yan at uh, X, Dr. L-I-M-E-N-G-Y-A-N-1, right? Li Meng Yan 1. Don't get, uh, don't get tied into any of the... Say it again, the what? The blue label. The blue, uh, check blue check. Blue check. Blue, blue check. And uh, don't fall into any of the traps, everybody. I hope you've... Uh, raised your consciousness through this conversation. I think it has helped me myself. And uh, we'll be back again tomorrow at noon with uh, another conversation about uh, adulterated science. I thought I was at one. At uh, one o'clock, I beg your pardon. Um, one o'clock tomorrow. Uh, and uh, that will be our last show of the year. So uh, thank you for joining us today. And coming up, uh, it's Emily Kaplan joining us tomorrow. Sean Baker, Brian Kilmeade, Jim Brewer the week after uh New Year's and uh, Roseanne and Paul Alexander the subsequent weeks. We've got a bunch of stuff coming. Many more interesting guests we've been sort of um, chewing on and getting ready to line up for you guys. So stay with us. We appreciate it. I've been watching your comments on the restream and over on the Rumble Rants. Everybody has been very supportive of Dr. Uh, Jan. Uh, mostly they're saying on the Rumble Rants that I'm not awake yet, but Dr. Jan is, Susan, so be careful. I'm, I could still be uh, used by the Chinese Communist Party. <laughs> Uh, and uh, we had a lot of retweets by people writing in Chinese, and oh, most well. of them were anti CCP. But um, um, <coughs> one of them I couldn't read, so I sent it to Yao Jing to see if ah. she could translate. <laughs> to, to Yao Jing Summers, <laughs> Zhao Ying, Zhao Ying, sorry, Zhao Ying, I can't Yao See what she says. God dang it! Uh, I never get her name right. Well, just call her. I, I call her uh, Stacy. Stacy. So that'll, that will do. Uh, so uh, Stacy Summers. Uh, Jim Brewer will be epic. Thank you guys for that. Uh, all right, everyone. Uh, thank you all for being here. We'll see you tomorrow at 1 p.m. Pacific time. Ask Dr. Drew is produced by Caleb Nation and Susan Pinsky. As a reminder, the discussions here are not a substitute for medical care, diagnosis, or treatment. This show is intended for educational and informational purposes only. I am a licensed physician, but I am not a replacement for your personal doctor and I am not practicing medicine here. Always remember that our understanding of medicine and science is constantly evolving. Though my opinion is based on the information that is available to me today, some of the contents of this show could be outdated in the future. Be sure to check with trusted resources in case any of the information has been updated since this was published. If you or someone you know is in immediate danger, don't call me, call 911. If you're feeling hopeless or suicidal, call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 
888-888-8255. You can find more of my recommended organizations and helpful resources at drdrew.com slash help. The parallel economy has empowered us to care for our health, well-being, as well as longevity. Likewise, for us pet parents who now have a place to go when it comes to keeping the family dogs, cats, even horses in the best shape possible. As a dog dad, I'm thrilled to be working with Pet Club 24-7, a company founded by two guys who lost dogs to serious conditions, including cancer. Pet Club 24-7 has an incredible array of products, including a line of supplements for humans, such as the Inforce Plus Corollius Versicolor and Inforce Corollius Versicolor with Reishi. My friend and colleague, Christina Ferrari, a cancer survivor herself, swears by it. When I was diagnosed, the doctor in the emergency room told me, you have two years to live. Oh boy. Along with the stem cell, I took these. I have been in remission for eight years now. For dogs, mush puppy treats are a fan favorite. Rex, oh boy. Oh, he came right. Oh, there he is. They are also made with the Coriolis Versicolor Mushroom, which supports their immune system, according to hundreds of clinical studies. Here's Kristen Ludlow, National Vice President. That strain does matter. We do have the most potent strain, and we also extract it in a proprietary way. And that's why we've been having such wonderful experiences with these products. Mush puppies are made here in the U.S. There are no fillers. It's not addicting. Your dog can't accidentally overdose. Go to drdrew.com slash petclub247 for a discount off the list price. That is drdrew.com. P-E-T-C-L-U-B-247, Pet Club 247.